What is up, everybody? Welcome back to the show. It's your boys, you know, bringing it to you one more time, one more week, two more films on the deck. But first, as always, inspect the deck. We're gonna fucking get a salty crew. <laughs> Coronado Brewing brings us a salty crew, a boat beer, blonde ale, nineteen point two filled ounces. This is a fucking tall can. Find refuge in the sea, motherfuckers. What's a boat beer? It's a beer that's crisp, versatile refreshing, and award-winning, whether you're on or off the boat. This beer will take you back to days spent finding refuge in the motherfucking sea. 2020, silver, golden, or blonde ale award winner um, for whatever fucking contest that was. Another but, uh, another Coronado Brewing on deck. But, yeah, this fucking can is... I, I, didn't, I didn't know... Uh, for a long time, I didn't know that fucking Coronado was Salty Crew. Uh, until I went over there and fucking saw the Salty Crew shit, and I was like, what the fuck? Like, That's fucking sick. That's amazing. Yeah, I, yeah. I like that shit. I thought it was a collab at first, and I was like, no, I think it's it's uh, Coronado. It's a, yeah, it's a great uh, a great uh, way to slogan yourself out, in a way. Yeah. Uh, so while he's pouring these into the glass, I want to talk about a quick review. This is not a typical thing that we do here, but I bought myself recently the CRKD Nitro deck. Yeah, we're not sponsored. Or we're not sponsored or anything. I just want to give them a, a, a quick heads up, quick review on their product. So the Nitro deck is Shout basically out. a uh, handheld deck where you slide in your Nintendo Switch or your OLED version of it. And I got mine in the Super Nintendo-inspired classic gray, which came with a carrying case. Uh, and <laughs> it has uh, two toppers for the sticks. It's uh, made in a way where Joy-Con drift is a thing that would not happen with this because it's uh, all electronically handled with its sensors. Um, but honestly, I've been playing the last two days with this. Damn, I'm a good fucking pour. It's dude. A great this pour. Is fucking practically <laughs> half and half off this motherfucker, almost on the money. Well, it's it like almost the money. money. Looks so, like the money. Let me see. So real quick, I oh, just wanted to say, like, honestly, just, after playing for two days, I've been trying a different plethora of old classic Nintendo games, Super Nintendo games. I played Portal. I played The Legend of Zelda: Tears of the Kingdom. The buttons feel really nice. I'll show um, you this picture. She can post it and see motherfuckers can see how good my motherfucking bartending <laughs> skills are. Um, but honestly, I, I'm really loving. The Nitro deck here. I think they have had a killer fucking um, uh, design here. It's fucking, it feels like you're holding, um, what do they call it? The Valve Steam Deck. It's almost like that style. The Steam Deck is a portable PC gaming unit because okay. I saw your face light up right what now. What the fuck is that? Yeah. And so it's really cool that's that Neo Geo. That's what it feels like. It doesn't actually add that much weight. It still has the rumble features and everything. And I mean, honestly, like I've been really loving it because one of the problems that I've had. For me personally, is when like my kids want to use the TV with my wife to watch things on TV. I you know I go portable, but yeah. because I don't like the Joy Cons are too tiny for my big man hands. Yeah, um, I've had to These resort big, big to using hands. a pro controller. But the problem is, yeah. I, ha I have to set the switch down. It looks like it's further out and further away, mm -hmm. and so I can't. I I feel like I don't get the best experience. But with this Nitro deck, dude, it's been it's slid in there. It's perfect, and it just feels like feels very this sturdy, is, huh? And if sturdy, but also like, damn, this is the portable experience that I was looking for with a Switch. Okay. So I'm really, I'm really happy that I bought it. Uh, you can find it. Um, you can find it on Instagram page. It's CRKD. What the fuck is the damage? GG. Uh, the damage was ninety bucks. That's not bad. No, not bad at all. For, but this is also for the one that I bought. The limited edition. That comes with yeah, which came with the carrying case. Uh, it's twenty dollars less. For the, no, no, just uh, the black just and the, the fucking... basic black and the basic white models. Yeah, no case. Yeah, if you want a GameCube one, you can get in the GameCube one. 
But yeah, check them out. Um, honestly, really happy with my purchase and excited to play a fucking ton of Switch. Yes, we're going to get way. back into this motherfucking beer. And to first off say, for me, it smells like fucking pedigree. I fucking hate <laughs> when the fucking beer smells like that. I don't know why. It's the one thing I can... I, I don't know how to... You know what? The it, you know, in the can. I think the, it's because the, 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 not the fucking you when, know, when mom and dad made us feed the dogs. We always had to smell that pedigree can. Oh my god! And we spent way more longer at mom and dad's house yeah, with that yeah, stuff. Yeah, I know. And I fucking yeah, exactly. I, I don't smell pedigree. I feed I the dogs s- more often too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah. let's give it a shot here. You don't smell that pedigree on that motherfucker, dude? What do you smell? What, what, what's the fucking notes you get? Because I don't know, dude. I, I, to me, it smells sour. Like dog like, shit. Like a beer. Like a, um, it doesn't even smell like a lager to me. It tastes, oh, it smells man. like Tripping. just like a sour-ish beer. Like, I don't know what the, okay, well, I'm gonna like sour wheat. Try it now. Almost. But honestly, like, is Blondale? Yeah, I guess shit, huh? He's fucking sipping it back. Let me fucking try this shit then already. It's not bad, man. Honestly. It's crisp, it's a it's a clean flavor. I don't hate I don't hate this at all. Uh, the, on a nice hot refreshing day or chilling on a boat, as they said, you knock these okay. back. These are yeah, these I'm are solid. Lie. It's very yeah. fucking smooth. Does this, not taste like what it smells like. Yeah, I know that you have a very thing about the smell. I think that's where the kids get it from. Or the oldest one, like yeah. as you can see right here on the couch, there is a pink bright Hello Kitty that the youngest bought. From Build-A-Bear. Yeah. But it's scented like strawberries. I fucking... When I fucking put my stuff down, I was like... <laughs> I was like hmm. It smells and fucking like... Like fucking... Yeah, I feel like it smells like, like berries out yeah, here. Yeah, and then the oldest one's like, I fucking hate this thing. Get it out of the room. Like, yesterday night, I'm watching TV, and then, like, my youngest comes out with the doll, and she's like, uh, yeah, she hates it. She hates the smell. <laughs> it gives her a headache. But honestly, like, uh, going back to this beard, it's not bad at all, yeah, man. No, it's like, not. I mean, like, yeah, I mean, I don't understand... The scent you were getting, but for me, like it just smells like a s- almost sour, weedy kind of a, a flavor profile. And it, honestly, to me, it tastes like a blonde ale. Yeah, you know, a, a, just the tiniest, the tiniest hint of hops. Like not even like not like well, an IPA. I thought you were gonna say the tiniest, there. tiniest hint of pedigree, but you know, I guess, I guess not. <laughs> That's later on <laughs> when you gotta feed the dogs. Yeah, true that. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, honestly, uh, Coronado killing it with the the beer game. Yeah, Salty Crew. Definitely good. Blondale. Um, yeah, go go check him out. I mean, obviously, shout out to the boy, um, Mac Fresh, as always. Yes, right. And the Coronado crew uh, out there. Um, this is a really tasty Blondale. All tasty. right. So let's talk about our first film of the week. It's going to be the film No One Will Save You on Hulu. Came out last week, as we said. An exiled, anxiety-ridden homebody must battle an alien who's found its way into her home, directed by um, Brian Duffield and stars uh, Caitlin Dever. Yeah. Um, um, what did you think? Um, I didn't know what the fuck I was watching at first. Well, I didn't when it first started, maybe first five minutes. Less, yeah, yeah. Maybe. Um, I mean, they got into I it really quick. I did, yeah, but I did catch the whole, like, the fucking... Uh, 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 crop circle uh, yeah. on the grass. I caught that right away, and I was like, "Oh, I, I like where this is going already." Because it was right off the jump. Yeah, as soon as she came out of her house, there it was, and I was like, "Oh fuck!" I like I like when they fucking just jump right into it, and they continue the pace the way they did because, um, even revealing some of the stuff way off right, way early, I fucking enjoyed it because the fucking story itself just unfolded so much better as it developed that way, you know. Yeah, because I mean, they, they definitely give you the mystery. Well, because the movie starts. And I kept thinking. I kept thinking. Also, it was weird when she dodged the fucking cop and the fucking and the lady, but them kissing. I was like, I was like, wow. I was like, ah, 
was trying to figure out what the fuck, like why? Yeah, yeah. Why would she duck like that? Like it's 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 as if she's spying on them, but trying to hide and you know like I don't know if that that in between. I kept thinking, and I was like, well, why? Yeah. And of course, once you find out, well, at least once I fucking finally f- figured out what she had done in a sense, I was like, damn, that's fucking crazy. Yeah. Um, for me, honestly, I will say this is uh, Brian Duffield's first directorial debut. Uh, he oh, wrote uh, Love and Monsters, which stars uh, the guy from uh, The the Love Maze Runner. Yeah. Um, I think I fucking shit. saw that. Uh, Dylan O'Brien. That's the actor's name. Dylan. Uh, and he's also written um, the screenplay for Underwater with uh, Kirsten Stewart, where they're uh, trapped underneath the water. Uh, oh, get okay, it? okay. And the aliens or the creatures down there are getting them one oh, by yeah, one. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but Underwater, yeah. I think I saw that. Yeah, and so this is written and directed by him. And honestly, okay. I got to tell you, like, I was thoroughly in- impressed. Hour and a half, I feel like this movie definitely should have gotten a theatrical release instead of Fuck, just streaming yeah, yeah. because it's competently shot. It's very well acted. I, I will say this, like, because um, I only know Caitlin Dever. could have got some fucking traction if it would have gone to theater for yeah, sure. I think so. It's fucking really well made. And especially you watch, like, what happened this past weekend, one of the lowest box office weekends that they've had. Like, I th- think uh, they said Expendables opened up with $8 million. Oh, um, Yeah, it's it's... But the Expendables is not a good film franchise. Um, I was watching uh, Dan Merle earlier on YouTube, and he yeah. said he showed that each Expendable film opened up making less than the first, instead of actually growing. And he uh, he said, you know, for an example, and he pointed out John Wick Four. John Wick Four grew in openings with each subsequent film. Like oh, okay. each opening weekend was bigger than the one before. Yeah, which is a great sign. That's how you keep a franchise. So like, yeah, let's be let's be clear. Like, Mr. Keanu, but, like, but kill I, me already. I don't want to be this anymore. Yeah, but you know, but I think also like, I'm a vampire again. <laughs> <laughs> Put me back into the Matrix. Yeah, uh, I want to be Neo again. Yeah, <laughs> you know, <laughs> or Lestat. <laughs> but I mean, but the thing is, he's like, not even Lestat though. No. He's fucking. Uh, 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 I'm gonna say, I'm gonna fucking think of his name. In a second. Louis? Louis. Louis. Louis, yeah. No, but I mean, like, but the thing is, like, this movie, hour and a half, it 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 sets you up really quickly to show you that there's something about her and her relationship with the community within the first 10 minutes. Yeah, that's that there's something off. wrong. Yeah, and then they sure. go straight into the invasion. Yeah. Um, you know, and by the end of the film, like I thoroughly enjoyed the ride. I, I you know, I, dude, I think the alien design. They kind of went with that basic like alien look, but also kind of gave it its own spin. I like the variety of aliens that they had in the film. Um, I like the way they spoke when they speak, the way they gyrate. Yeah, that shit was fucking tight. It was clever, very yeah. clever. And I also like the fact that you know she's dealing with uh, you know grief and guilt and all that stuff, and like seeking like like talk to me connection. Yeah, and she can't get it. Yeah, because the society that she lives in, the community that is supposed to be like. Yeah, hey. fucking lives in a town of like two hundred. Yeah, say. exactly. Like it's not a big town at all. It's like literally like a main street, and yeah. you know, you guys live all separate. But like the fact that they've just shunned her for oh, you know what turns out to be like an honest, stupid mistake. You know, a stupid mistake that costs dearly. Yeah, it's like she made a a, mis- a crazy fucking mistake when she was a kid. When typically those type a of kid. mistakes happen, like literally a kid, not even I'd say what fucking like eleven years old, look like maybe ten. Yes, I mean, I would like say 11, 12, super, 11, 12, super around young. there, like super, really. Super, young. It made a mistake that became, that was fatal for somebody else, and and it was fucking um, well played because you could see the fucking, uh, the destruction that it caused in her life as it as she grew up. 
You know what I mean? She was wasn't never the same. No, and also I wouldn't say like Caitlin Dever to carry this whole film by herself. Really, I mean, like you have no supporting cast. It's just her on her own, and the range of fear, guilt, shame, um, embarrassment. Yeah. Uh, you know, t- uh, uh, being terrorized, all those emotions, and she, you know, from moment to moment, made those beats and hit those notes. Um, Really, really well. She did a really good job. No, the movie was really well shot. Um, And when you started to think about certain situations when she's in them, you're just like, "Why would you?" For me, some of that was like, "Why would you choose that?" But it, it, you know, it has to play well with the film. I think just some of those little things were some of the things that I questioned. But I think that's the only thing that you can really nitpick in a film like this. Sure, because for the most part, it was just on fucking point with everything almost. Yeah, Yeah. Uh, it's funny. I mean, like, I wasn't particularly scared, but I like. Yeah, I wasn't scared I, at all either. I, I like the way the tension was built. Like, I really enjoyed uh, a lot of the moments, uh, you know, that, that were occurring in the film. very interesting and very, yeah, even with the intensity, it gets very interesting and what the fuck and how they're going to unfold it because it, it, you've never seen it unfolded uh, in this way on screen. Yeah. And honestly, like, it just, it also shows, like, the tremendous amount of luck and, like, because she, you know, she's just trying to make it through. And it shows like some of the lucky decisions she made, and also some of the clever decisions she made yeah. as well. Like obviously, some of that stuff blew up in her face, but overall, I think you know she had the the right mindset in terms of like how you would react in this kind of film, especially like when you're like I am way outnumbered, and you know yeah. I'm I'm clearly much weaker. So how do I just I just want to hide? I just want to hide from these motherfuckers, and they were relentless. Um, and so the, the movie was just fantastically done. It's on Hulu. You can check it out. I mean, it's a high recommend here. Yeah, fuck uh, yeah. Definitely, definitely. Uh, one of the better films that I've seen this year. I'll, pro- I'll probably put this in the, you know, if I had, I'd probably put this in the top 20 films that we've watched this year. Maybe even a little higher. I think it's it's a solid, solid film. Yeah. Um, it, I think it would have been fucking great to see it in the movie theater. For um, me, it's probably like top six or seven it's just really well made. Top ten? I, yeah, I for could, sure. Probably, Definitely. Probably, I mean, like from everything that we've seen this year, the, I can't think of anything. I mean, like it's like it's like watching fucking uh, uh, talk to me. It just it's not. It's like it's just completely something different. Just something yeah, different yeah. and just played out completely different. Oh, and, like, oh this and is that, definitely and and the fact that there's no dialogue, no one's oh, fucking very. talking in this shit practically. It's just constant fucking movement, constant like little bit of mu- music and symphony here and there. But it's constant movement, and it just keeps you so captivated within what's going on and how they're fucking um, unfolding it. Because, like I said, you've never seen it done that way. It just hasn't been. They, they, it's like they took all, almost every single alien movie that's ever been created and put it into this. And that I, I enjoyed that a lot. I enjoyed that a lot. Oh yeah, for sure. Even the way they do the signals and shit, like those big ass motherfuckers. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's fucking crazy. The signal to let the fucking big. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, I mean it's no, it's solid. Yeah. Yeah, it's a solid, very it's fucking solid. well made. Check that shit the fuck out. You know, I you know I'll probably put top ten honestly. Like, yeah, I, it's I, really good. You know, I'm thinking about this stuff, and I'm like, there's not a handful of film. I mean, there's been a handful of films that have really like struck us this year. I feel like this year we've seen, uh, just mostly mid, like mostly mid films. I want to feel like is like where we've been sitting I at. Like, I feel like a lot of the horror has really stepped up, or like thrillers. Shit like that has really stepped I mean, up this their is fucking a, game yeah. for sure. I mean, horror has definitely had uh. It's like, had its run. Like, it's run. Like, horror is always reinventing itself. Yeah. It, you know, even though, like, it's a lot of the same tropes and everything like that. Like, it's a lot of the same kind of, like, you know, beats and gimmicks. But they've always found a way to always spin things into, like, fresh-feeling 
you know, franchises and spinoffs and all that stuff and like yeah. regular ideas um, that I think really, really shine the material uh, well. Um, but yeah, go check this out. It's on Hulu. Uh, high recommend from us. Yeah, then, scope it out. Our second film Suckers. is called Till Death Do Us Part. After bailing on her wedding, a former bride-to-be must fight off her ex-groom and seven angry killer groomsmen. I picked this banger. In order to survive the night, directed by Timothy Woodward Jr. Timothy Chalamet. I got to tell you, he's directed... Garbage, I'm sure. Most of the stuff that he's directed has been like... Fucking trash. Nothing, nothing higher than the five on IMDb. Nothing shy of a nothing higher than the five on IMDb. Nothing shy of a shiny piece of shit. Except for a television show called uh, uh, Studio City, which has an eight point six. But obviously, he he directed he directed seventeen episodes, which is pretty solid. And then the TV movie Vanished has a five point five on IMDb. But everything else is under five. Um, He's chasing that paycheck, brother. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna knock him for getting the paycheck, but honestly, like Jesus, Uh, let's not knock him for the paycheck. But I'm gonna knock you for every fucking other decision you decide to make. Yeah, it's uh, it stars has Jason Patrick in it. That's in Orlando Jones. The only two people that I recognize in this film. Um, Calling him Orlando Bloom. (laughs) Orlando (laughs) Jones. Um, But I will say this: I I saw the homie from Saturday Night Live, dog. Only two characters had quote unquote names. Uh, T-Bone. Big Sexy. Played by Pancho Moller and uh, Big Sexy, yeah. played by Neb Chupin. But other than that, everyone's known as Best Man, Husband, Bride, Groomsman. One, two, three, four, five, six. Yeah. <laughs> That's how fucking great this movie was. I, can, I, can I just say, my goodness, this there's no film. Need for, there's no need for fucking formalities. Let's top, get into this shit. This is a top three film right here, ladies yeah. and gentlemen. Top three pieces of shit you ever seen in your life. Yeah. This shit was fucking ridiculous. It's uh, so it, it fucking is. stupid. It's one because here's the thing. Like even on, the, even the storyline of the fucking boyfriend and girlfriend like turning into you know fiance and all that bullshit well, it's, was fucking shit, yo. Because there's no indication. shit show. There's no indication when the time periods are happening at all. Yeah. It opens up with first of all, the cover is so deceptive with this film. Yeah. I was expecting like a survival horror. Yeah, thriller. That's what the fuck I thought. And I just I just jump right into it, right? Like I fucking went on Voodoo. I fucking paid the five dollars for renting it. I jump in. I'm like, all right, cool. I, you know, even if it's a bad horror film, the gore is gonna be fun, something. Yeah. And then we jump into it, and it's almost two hours of conversation, very little action, um, and it <laughs> the action itself was fucking weak. It was weak, and and, and I want to say like it. It has nothing to do with the actors. It just has to do with how they're framed and shot and choreographed. Like, yeah. Um, because the thing is, a lot of times the groomsmen don't have like these cool fucking like action moments, but they gave her some interesting moments that don't make sense in the context of the space she's fighting in. Okay. Right? Like when she grabs the wrench in the garage, she does this fucking twirl. Oh, like, yeah. She spins around. <laughs> yeah. She like spins around and shit. Like, Yo, she's, like yeah, like she's in Street Fighter and I'm shit. A hurricane. Yeah, yeah. I remember that shit. And I was then, like, what the fuck? When she's fighting in the very small bedroom, she does the fucking kick whirl to fucking, like, get herself up. She, like, kick whirls. Oh, I'm yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You're going to fucking hit the fucking bookshelf. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah. That's not the space to do that. If you were outside, I completely understand. Also, because of the budget of the film, they kept it to one location, right? Her house where her dad lived or whatever. yeah. And she tries to get away with a motorcycle. Guy stops her. She kills him. She decides, fuck it. Motorcycle's done. I'm not going to take it. 
I'm gonna go back she, to the house. Yeah, she hops. <laughs> she hops on it for a little bit, then fucking stop, like jumps off of it for some reason. Yeah. Oh, and that one dude sees her. Oh, that's right. The yeah, one dude, dude sees her. She, and she like, jumps off and then runs into a fucking like a room, and then the fool he can't find her no more. He's like, what the fuck? And that's when she's in the room with big sexy and and fucking uh whatever T Bone. Yeah, and then for the whole time T Boner. Yeah, when they were talking for. And also, um, T-Bone is probably the most interesting character. He's the stupidest he, and, he's, and the funniest. They gave him the funniest lines. They gave him the best beats. But I was also surprised that they gave him the most like pervy kind of personality, right? Like, you know, T-Bone likes to slam that, that fucking yeah. that fish, baby, slamming salmon. <laughs> or whatever the fuck. Yeah. And I felt like, okay, cool. Like, But they're mostly talking. And then... I don't know what they shot this with, but did you notice the lens? It was like a fisheye lens. It was a fisheye lens. It, you remember that movie about um, the the car industry that we saw with uh, um, Don Cheadle? I forget the name of the movie. John Goodman's in it. Um, it's like the mystery of like the automobile. Oh, Don industry. Cheadle and, and John Goodman? Oh, yeah, that's fucking flight. <laughs> <laughs> but, but you know what I mean? We saw it was like a... a, a uh, a mystery about like the automobile business and like it takes like these guys are like hitmen it has Benicio del Toro in it and they're holding hot the family oh, yeah, hostage. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like um Steven Soderbergh, I think is the director of that film. I forget the film, but like the edges were also kind of blurry and unfocused. Yeah. But to me it felt like that was necessary because we're taking a look at a historical event, so he wanted to give it a little bit more visual flair. It didn't work for me completely when we reviewed the film, but I mean I remember that that visual and in this film everything is shot so poorly that the lens makes it even worse like there were times especially once she got caught right by the best man who's like i'm gonna go back inside and i'm oh, gonna put yeah. on my favorite fucking jam tutti frutti Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was like, this song plays so fucking much better in fucking Predator. I was like, fuck, man. But I mean, in this movie, this movie, this fucking song sucks. But in Predator, but, that shit's fucking fire, but, homie. But you're like, we're gonna kill you now. Jesse the Jesse the Body Ventura, killing it. He spits on that one for his shoe, and that fool just looks at him and goes, "That's a disgusting habit." <laughs> but the thing is, also like, the groomsman and the the best man and one of the groomsmen, groomsman four. By or played by Orlando Jones, um, <laughs> they capture her, and the best man's like, "All right, you got her. I'm gonna go inside and listen to some tunes." Yeah, I'm gonna have- wear my dance on. <laughs> He's like, "I didn't get to dance at the wedding, so yeah. I'm gonna dance over here." And I'm it just, what the fuck? The logic of this film is just so broken. And also, again, when they're jumping between there and Puerto Rico, Puerto Rico, yeah, um, I was like, yeah, "So are they married?" So she killed them, survived, and then she forgave him. They moved on. Like, what's going on here? And it wasn't towards the end of the film where I was like, oh, this is right before the wedding. Nah, that was, she was like a regular woman, just undecisive, and she's just playing the game. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Runaway bride. Yeah, Uh, runaway bride. It's a term for a reason. It was made a film. uh, Don't put it on me. Put that on fucking Hollywood, okay? But you know what I mean? Like, the fact that they had them go boyfriend, girlfriend, and then the university, which is the stupidest name for a fucking organization. Yeah. Oh, the university and its policies don't let us be together. And I'm like, why wouldn't a school get, be so stringent? Like, it doesn't make sense. Look, our spies can't be but fucking. Again, as the movie progressed, and especially as she started doing the fucking kung fu shit, I was like, wait a minute. Oh, it's an assassination 
league. This is fucking yeah, that's dumb. exactly exactly yeah exactly. This is fucking dumb. I got that rule away soon right away when they started bringing in all that bullshit. I was so, like, man, what the fuck? This is like a and, and cheap ass fucking rip off of fucking John Wick to like the cheapest degree. Yeah, all right, Jesus fucking Christ, what a fucking painful ass fucking movie. Um, it's absolute dog shit. It's shot terrible. The terrible music crew, crew uh, cue when she sees the bridesmaid. Some of the shots are really bad. The acting is really stiff. And again, like I can't say if it's the actors because a lot of times the director is supposed to flesh out like your motives. You're supposed to work together with the director to be like, hey, so what's my character's motivation? Like maybe I'm thinking this, yeah. I'm thinking this and this and that. And it just felt like the director was like, just, just action, right? Like when um, uh, T-Bone, and uh, Big Sexy are like, oh, why don't you go first? No, why don't you go first? He's like, fine, I will go first. And he's just like walking towards the camera. He's like, oh, I got to duck into this plant because if not, I'm going to run right into the camera. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, and it's so badly lit. Oh, no, you can't even, even see the even actors walking. Or even when the girl, I forgot what the fuck, what part she says that thing, some, some stupid science, uh, uh, shit, and then she fucking walks like right into the camera and then it just changes fucking scene. Yeah. Oh, But man. you could tell like she walked up to it and then there was like a still like a like a weird pause. And then the change scene, I was like, get the fuck out of here, dude. <laughs> or when uh, so blatantly obvious. Or you when T Bone and Big Sexy catch her and he goes, Shut up, bitch. And I'm like, she didn't say anything. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um or Jason T Bone was over was a little was a little over uh, He was a little he was excited. Yeah, for he sure. Said, uh Jason Patrick, right, when he talks about like I took a shotgun blast to the left shoulder. And I survive. I'm like, you took a shotgun blast to your left shoulder. Yeah, it was a bird shot. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, what was it? Like, it just fucking. It's... So the, the last bit of the fucking, uh, the, the fucking, uh, uh, the pellets got you and shit. Yeah, you you know? should have had no fucking arm. Oh no, yeah. the shotgun. I survived the shotgun blast. I'm like, get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck <laughs> out of here. The shotgun was from 1567. Yeah, dude. And again, it wasn't very powerful. You need gun. You got to put gunpowder in it. <laughs> <laughs> He's like packing it old school. Yeah. It's a fucking musket. Yeah. <laughs> the, the shotgun curved to the side. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Goes he, right through. He dodged it like Neo and he got <laughs> nicked. He's like, you got shot. Uh, you don't know. She's like, I've never seen anybody move like that. Oh, I didn't move fast enough. You are the one. I, I, I will say this. Like, I nah, think. Bitch. <laughs> tripping I, is Morpheus. I, I think if you're chill. getting drunk with your friends. And you're gonna fucking just clown on a shitty fucking movie. You put this on, yeah, and for you sure. talk shit the whole time because it is just absurd, absurd as fuck. It's just you and me, babe. And then they fucking start fighting around the piano, and he's like slamming her on the keys. And just, yeah. oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and I was like, when they gave her that drink, I thought this bitch just got poisoned. Yeah, that's shit. what I thought. And then it's like she's not even like she she wasn't poisoned at all. I loved her too much. Yeah, and then he still poured a second one, and then he didn't grab the cup. So it makes you believe that it's even more po- more more reason for the poison, and it's not. Yeah, it just it's and then bad. she fucking kills him within like five minutes. The fucking longest fight was the first very 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 first one. But honestly, I will say this: the fights, Jesus Christ, they're so far and few between. It's literally an hour and fifty minutes of talking. Yeah, it's an hour and fifty minutes that you will never, <laughs> ever get back. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So yeah. Uh, Watch this drunk with your friends. Yeah, or uh, or don't or watch don't watch it, it at and all. Watch something else. Watch talk to me. There's plenty of other shit to, to me, watch, watch other than this piece of shit. Talk to me. For no sure. one will Just save you. Just go outside you. and stare at the sky. He'll be good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, tidbits: We got a uh, uh, donkey is welcoming guests into Shrek's swamp. Shrek's Shrek's swamp. Excuse me. Shrek's swamp. <laughs> Shrek, Shrek's Shrek swamp. swamp. Airbnb. 
it's fucking dressed up like Shrek's fucking house, of course. And you can fucking Airbnb it. So scope it out, motherfuckers. It's for this Halloween. Get scary in Shrek's not scary house at all. Unless maybe the swamp is like a weird area. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. Uh, who knows? Maybe. And Kraft Mac and Cheese brings back its fan favorite pasta shape. Can you guess what it is? No. That's SpongeBob, baby. Yeah. All day. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and did you fucking hear about uh, Universal Studios doing a fucking Fast and Furious roller coaster? Yes, I've I've and, seen uh, the Hollywood, I've seen the prototype the schematics video. and shit. I've seen the the animated video of, ah. of its presentation. Okay, uh, it looks like it's gonna be cool. I mean, it's too bad that it's named after Fast and Furious, but I mean, like, I'm excited for a roller coaster, man. Yeah, it seems like that's the direction that Universal's been going um, over the last few years. Like, they've been really trying to switch out. Of the dark room style of video uh, of video games, uh, the dark room style rides where you like sit down, you put on the 3D glasses, and you go through scene by scene. It, over the last few years, I mean, we went we went on one of the roller coasters that they opened up in Orlando, right? The Hogwarts, um, the what's his name? Hagrid's, uh, Hagrid's. Hagrid's um, magical mystical adventure or whatever yeah. the hell. That was one of the first the roller coasters. Like ride they, shit. They've started to put in roller coasters because that they shit realized was fire though. Don't was, fucking it was fantastic. That shit was so fucking good. That fucking roller coaster, hands down, the best roller coaster ever fucking made. Probably it was just it had everything, and it even had those surprise drops that you did not expect. No, I mean, dude, happen. honestly, it went, from, like, it went from track to track, like just dropped you from one top track to the bottom track, and then just fucking shot you. Well, you that shit was you're fucking going forward, sick, yo. you go backwards, and then you drop, and then you go forwards again. It's yeah, fucking great. It's fucking and, dope. And I didn't realize that by the time that we had gone there, they had just started to work out the kinks because it runs eleven track, eleven cars. But they noticed that the electricity, it was too much for the system to try to charge 11 tracks. Yeah. They, re- they realized seven, seven trucks, seven uh, roller coasters, yeah. uh, it can run easier, or seven carts. Okay. So then that's why it was working. But the thing was that normally it would shut down because it nah, was so problematic. Nah, that shit was sick as fuck, yo. Shit was sick as fuck. Fucking great. And we got Pringles unveils their new snack kits with caviar for you fancy motherfuckers out there. You know, that want to fancy taste. And then we got uh, the last uh, tidbit I got is the Nintendo Switch 2 will supposedly perform like an Xbox or PS4. Um, so there's been rumors that uh, apparently um, Nintendo made a presentation of a Switch 2 to developers. And it's been slowly leaking out and rumors have been coming out of it. Yeah. Um, and it looks like it is backwards compatible because they said that they saw a sampling of Breath of the Wild running in 60 frames a second. Um, in you know 4K, so we'll see if it's gonna be officially true. I'm I'm just excited because I'm definitely gonna get a Switch too if that's the case. Because oh yeah, fuck yeah. Uh, Breath of the Wild, greatest video game of all time. Tears of the Kingdom, greatest video game of all time. I, fuck they, the, the Zelda franchise is fucking like the greatest of all time. It's a top tier. I don't know if it's a great. I mean, yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah, it's not Halo. Not fucking Halo. Now, Halo fucking sucks, man. No, Halo's. Pff, I don't I like Halo. I never Halo under- Three was dropped 16 years ago. If you can believe it, oh, it dude. fucking sucks. I I didn't even like uh, playing Halo One. I remember going over. I was like, okay, I already got cool. an Xbox this year, so you know that tells you everything. Yeah, about Xbox. Uh, all right. So the movies of the week are going to be the wonderful story of Henry Sugar, uh, starring Benedict Cumberbatch, Wes Anderson film, that Doctor Strange, and um, Saw X. Saw 10. Saw 10. X. 
it's so gonna be just as good as give it to you. yeah it's gonna be just as good as fast and furious <laughs> oh X. i we'll see this is a reboot prequel i'm not exactly yeah, sure but this one actually brought back the fucking guy that created the fucking saw uh you know he's the lead actor he didn't create saw uh saw was created by what? um james wan and his partner i forget the partner's name was they, it that dude the old man guy toby toby, toby, Keith. Ma- toby mcguire <laughs> No, I don't. I don't. I don't believe he created Saw. I thought so. Well, I guess who gives a fuck? Yeah, I mean, we're gonna watch it. We're gonna watch it. So you guys should watch it, it too, and we should fucking see what we all think about it next week. Yeah, James Wan and uh, Lee Wanell are yeah. the creators of Saw, but he is. But he's the one guy? who. Ma- he's <laughs> the one who made. You know, he's Jigsaw. Like everybody's like, that's fucking Jigsaw. I forget the fucking actor's name. It's like slipping my mind. Um, but yeah, he's back in it. Uh, Tobin Bell, fucking hell. Toby Bell, yeah. Tobin Bell, yeah. So he's coming back. He's reprising his role, and it's like a prequel, but it's like a reboot as well of the franchise. We'll see how this works because I know they tried it with Spiral with uh, uh, Chris Rock, and it was not good. Um, oh yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, but we're gonna review Saw X and the wonderful story. I don't even think I ever saw Spiral. Yeah, don't watch it. It's yeah. not good. Um, <laughs> anyways, guys. Uh, stay safe out there. Thank you for taking the time to listen to our fucking podcast. We appreciate it. Uh, the Renderos Bros on Spotify. The Renderos Bros on Instagram. And Yay. individually, I am Render Me Sam. I'm Hollywood Mike with double I and Mike. Uh, we'll catch you guys next week with those reviews. Stay safe out there, baby. And also, if you are interested in the Nitro Deck, check out uh, CRKD. And stay golden, California. Whoa.